the connection. Thank you for being here again. Thank you for listening to what I have to say. And thank you in advance for screenshotting and sharing this podcast with friends. It's how my audience grows. It's how we spread good vibes and up-level the world right now, which is a lot of what I'll be talking about today. Today's episode is all about being the love, bringing the love. We need it, right? Before I get in too far, I want to do my one commercial I do on this, which is to tell you about my parenting course. My parenting course can be found on beholdtheconnection.podia.com, P-O-D-I-A, Podia, and it is an audible that's not right. Audible's its own company. <laughs> it's an audio course where you can listen on the go. And it's getting a lot of parents through this pandemic right now. It is going to grow you. It's going to give you ideas for your parenting. The latest course review from Jessica says, I'm going through a rough divorce and my kids are struggling too. Your course has changed everything for all of us. My mental space is a million times better and my kids are responding to that. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. This course is a must. You can also simply go to Google and search up being a happy and connected parent, and that'll take you to it as well. There's a payment plan. I really think there's not much better that you can do for yourself as a parent than invest in this course. It'll serve you for a very long time. So on to today's episode. Behold the connection. Thank you for being here again. Thank you for listening to what I have to say. And thank you in advance for screenshotting and sharing this podcast with friends. It's how my audience grows. It's how we spread good vibes and up-level the world right now, which is a lot of what I'll be talking about today. Today's episode is all about being the love, bringing the love. We need it, right? Before I get in too far, I want to do my one commercial I do on this, which is to tell you about my parenting course. My parenting course can be found on beholdtheconnection.podia.com, P-O-D-I-A, Podia. And it is an Audible, that's not right, Audible's its own company. <laughs> it's an audio course where you can listen on the go. And it's getting a lot of parents through this pandemic right now. It is going to grow you. It's going to give you ideas for your parenting. The latest course review from Jessica says, I'm going through a rough divorce and my kids are struggling too. Your course has changed everything for all of us. My mental space is a million times better and my kids are responding to that. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. This course is a must. You can also simply go to Google and search up being a happy and connected parent and that'll take you to it as well. There's a payment plan. I really think there's not much better that you can do for yourself as a parent than invest in this course. It'll serve you for a very long time. So on to today's episode. Behold the connection. Thank you for being here again. Thank you for listening to what I have to say. And thank you in advance for screenshotting and sharing this podcast with friends. It's how my audience grows. It's how we spread good vibes and up-level the world right now, which is a lot of what I'll be talking about today. Today's episode is all about being the love, bringing the love. We need it, right? Before I get in too far, I want to do my one commercial I do on this, which is to tell you about my parenting course. My parenting course can be found on beholdtheconnection.podia.com, P-O-D-I-A, Podia, and it is an audible 
That's not right. Audible is its own company. <laughs> it's an audio course where you can listen on the go. And it's getting a lot of parents through this pandemic right now. It is going to grow you. It's going to give you ideas for your parenting. The latest course review from Jessica says, I'm going through a rough divorce and my kids are struggling too. Your course has changed everything for all of us. My mental space is a million times better and my kids are responding to that. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. This course is a must. You can also simply go to Google and search up being a happy and connected parent and that'll take you to it as well. There's a payment plan. I really think there's not much better that you can do for yourself as a parent than invest in this course. It'll serve you for a very long time. So on to today's episode. So much of what is going on right now is out of our control. I will not deny that. The world is upside down. We're having many things sort of imposed on us. There's a lot of mandates. There's a lot of restrictions and rules. And this is an interesting time to say the least. And yes, my brain dislikes the out of controlness and wondering what's going to happen next as much as yours does until, of course, I manage it. This is normal. When I get still, though, and I think about what the world needs right now, what I need right now, I find myself realizing that it needs a lot less inflammatory posts, a lot less uh, divi dividing uh, uh, comments. It needs a lot more love, gratitude, and people that are showing up as bright lights. And so my mantra right now is I bring the love Lego advent calendars that we'd get at Costco. We presented to our children that we wanted to do an advent calendar, kind of a schedule of doing service, do, uh, giving kindness, taking meals to people, cookies, things like that, looking for ways to help to bring the love. So in, in true uh, style, we just whipped it together and it's actually, if you can go down to the show notes, usually on your phone, if you just kind of swipe up within the podcast app, there's a description where I talk about what this episode's on. There'll be a link there where you can get the, the printable for your family. Get it imprinted, even if it's something that you, you know, put in a little clear case and use next year. But I recommend you get it and make this tradition for yourself, even if you only pick one thing, two things, three things off of it. I promise it will bless your family so much, not to mention the people who you're giving the service to or the kindness to. In fact, I heard my daughter yesterday, my youngest daughter actually, telling her cousin over FaceTime, oh, we're doing this really fun and new advent where we help people. I love it. And you know, when we first presented the idea to our kids, I mean, I was a little concerned that they'd be like, no Lego? Honestly, they leapt on board with it. Even if they didn't, it is what we chose to do this month because it's what the world needs. It's what we need. And um, it has just been so rewarding so far. We're only five days in. So get that printable. Do that right away. And even screenshot and share that. If you are worried about your kids' mental health right now, evidence shows that helping others also benefits our own mental health, our well-being, and our ability to access a mindfulness and a regulated system. It reduces stress and gives us an improved mood, self-esteem, and happiness. Do this for your kids. 
So cool too. Another study found that people are more likely to perform uh, feats or acts of generosity after they observe others doing the same. And then that ripples through your town, through your community, and it inspires so many people to do things that make a difference. I saw my own community do this while our Santa Claus parade got canceled. People got creative and went the extra mile to light up their homes and their yards and pulled together to create a map of homes you could drive by, like a Google map and linked it on Facebook. And so families, while still distancing, could experience the joy of Christmas. Like that, those acts of service and generosity, they really bring us connection, okay? And it, we need that right now. I wanna switch my gears here a little bit um, to talk about how we can show up. How do I bring the love? How am I the love? One thought I want to give you is sometimes during Christmas, now this podcast is actually listened to all over the world. Some countries are open right now to have groups for Christmas where I live. We don't know what that's going to look like right now. At the moment, we can't go in each other's homes. So please adapt what I'm saying to where you live. But I'm going to talk as though you're going to have some family members over. Okay. One thought that really brings me a lot of peace in family relationships is the thought, I don't need everyone to think like me. Another thought that I'm finding valuable is it's okay if other people think they are right. And also, I don't need to change her or him to love her or him. We sort of think we need people to change, to be more likable for us to love them, don't we? But that's not true at all. We can just love people as imper imperfect as us anyone can love when it's easy it's like hey you're so awesome and agreeable and you think just like me or everything aligns you know here's some of my love well that's easy what about the prickly pears what about that person glaring at you in the store what about the person who does the inflammatory statuses all the time what about the person who acts miserable and dramatic every Christmas and makes it all about them Sometimes I think we forget that we don't have to agree with someone or their behavior to love them. We also don't have to live in the land of judging them. What if instead of, she always does that, we say those exact same words in our mind with totally different intention. She always does that. Or even, she always does that. What if we let people be the hot messes that they are? And when they're dramatic and cause a scene, we think she always does that. Like, it's okay. You know, my dog always poops in the garage. They do that. I don't hate my dog. It's like, I wish the dog could get it together and improve. Like, sometimes I think that we could all be a little bit happier if the dog behaved just a little bit better. But it is what it is. Until I figure out a better system or get up early or whatever, I can just love the dog that poops in the garage. This is the worst comparison to a human being for sure as I'm saying it I'm cringing but the point is you don't have to like the behavior of others you also don't have to be bullied by it you don't have to let the wit their their winds blow and you're being blown all over you can have boundaries and you can also and it's so so powerful is just love them as the human that they are showing up as dysfunctionally as they do my point is we make it so much bigger than it needs to be. 
Like, what if we just walked out and was like, oh, there's today's poop and scooped it out of the garage and threw it out as you do. Or collect- I live out in the country, so I just fling it in the trees with a shovel. Or what if you just put it in the bag? Like, that was today's poop. Now I put some baking soda down and life goes on. We don't need to make everything so big. We think we need to show them their wrongness. Like, we want everyone to see how whatever they are. She's so catty. She's so, she always does this. But if we can just slow it all down and expect that they're going to show up as they usually do and then put it back on us in, and then how do I show up in love or as love? Then we can gain some real traction over the people in our lives who ruffle our feathers. Boxes of chocolates that you can buy at this time of year. And some of the chocolates in there are ones you really like. You know, you're like, oh, top left, my favorite, bottom right. I love that one too. And there's always a few in there that either have like a weird raisin in them or I don't know, you know, like a dehydrated mango or or too, too dark of chocolate. I mean, I don't know if that exists, but there's a few chocolates that you're like, not my favorite. But let's be honest, we usually do take a little nibble out of the chocolate anyways. <laughs> the The chocolate box needs all the varieties. You know, we can't just go through our life getting everything perfect, every chocolate we want just perfectly tailored to our needs and likes. That's not how it works, right? I like to think about people, you know, the chocolates in the box that like are my favorite and I have to manage my mind around them a bit more, you know, it's like you bite into that chocolate and it kind of bites you back. You're like, that's not even a sweet chocolate. In fact, what the heck? But when we think about that in terms of people, in what ways is that person being themselves perfectly? Like, how does that behavior serve them? In what ways does that chocolate have a place in this world? A while ago, I had someone in my life who I felt was acting weird and distant. And instead of analyzing it to death and ruminating and spinning and wondering and pulling away myself and getting reactive, I just made the very conscious choice to show up as me, to bring the love. I brought the love the whole way. I stopped expecting this person to roll out their part of the love because clearly something was going on. And I pulled, I just rolled out my love further as I could, you know. And so in my mind right now to bring you alongside is this idea that we all have these beautiful red carpets of love and we can roll them out. We can roll the red carpet out from our front door. And um, if everyone's doing that, then we have all these red carpets rolled out door to door. But sometimes in some seasons of life, we are short on emotional resources and our red carpet just does not roll far. Okay. And that's okay. Sometimes we can roll our red carpets out way further and we can bridge some of those gaps. When you are in a season of even being able to roll your carpet out just a little bit further, please do it. What a difference it makes and what a difference it made in this person. Showing up as me and bringing the love, being the love has made all the difference. Don't mirror the behavior you're seeing. Don't get defensive. Don't judge. Don't start coiling up your red carpet, you know, like rolling it back up. Forget you. Don't do that. Show up. Roll yourself further. Okay? We're adults. We can do this. It just takes choice and managing our minds. Here's the key, though. We cannot do this until we have felt our feelings. Before I can love the world right now, 
I've had to feel a lot of disappointment and anger over COVID, the situation, the cancellations, uh, loss, grief, and comments I've read online. I've had to go into my body and find the anger. I've had to just be with it. There you are. <laughs> there you are, anger. I once went out on my front porch. I live in the country and I screamed. I'm so angry. The world's so weird right now. I don't want it. I feel mad. I'm going to be mad as long as I want to be. When we release the vibration, especially in ways that don't hurt other people, that's the key there. We always think expressing it means lashing out. No, find a way to express it that doesn't hurt other people. This is the key. It dissipates. Stop shoving it down. Feel it. Because when you do that, it allows you to move through it. And on the other side is a person who can roll out their carpet so much further. You become a person who can bring the love, having a wise mind. Okay, and what that means is it allows you to make decisions, like good, healthy decisions about your life based on rational thoughts and having felt and expressed and harnessed your emotions. So you've probably noticed that it's often so difficult to make decisions when your emotions are peaked, like intense, the waves are crashing, and you can't access your rational mind. I've talked about this a lot. Similarly, it's often difficult to make informed decisions when your thoughts are also very intense and contradictory and fired up. Having a wise mind is a process wherein we make decisions where we decide to reason with our thoughts and feel our emotions. And it is a skill and it's something that we practice. We can practice this through mindfulness, which will be my next podcast. Mindfulness is not a little hippie buzzword that actually means nothing. It is so powerful. There's so much research behind it. It's what's lacking, honestly. There's a quote that says, mindfulness will help you develop a skill that's very important to create the wise mind. And that quote is by Jeffrey Brantley. So that'll be the next podcast. It's going to be... It's going to be a game changer, okay? I want to read one more quote to you guys. Let me just open up to it. An operational working definition of mindfulness is the awareness that emerges through paying attention on purpose. Pause. What's more purposeful than giving service, right? In the present moment and non-judgmentally to the unfolding of experience moment by moment. And that's uh, John Zinn. So, Let's do this. Let's intentionally, mindfully drop the judgment, bring the love, use the skills I talked about in this podcast. And um, I'll see you here soon. Thank you for listening. Swipe up to grab that printable and even just do one thing to help someone else. Take care, everyone.